So I'm not going to do a long episode. I know I say that all the time, but um, yeah, I'm not going to do it tonight, guys. Not going to do it. It's going to be short, but sweet. Maybe a little tart. Should have done one yesterday to put out today. I should have done one last week. I should have done one, uh, you know, the, the Tuesday prior. <laughs> but um, I just haven't. It's not that I haven't felt like doing them. I've definitely written down notes in my phone. I've definitely wanted to do a show for you guys. But truth be told, whenever it would become time to sit down and record an episode, I was too drunk. I was too drunk to do it. I, I could have done it. I could have uh, probably held it together and put a show together, but um, motivation-wise, I didn't feel like doing it. I probably could have stumbled through it. I probably could have had some good content. It probably would have been entertaining. But I didn't because my work ethic was was just not there. Uh, you know, I go to work at Homegrown Brew House. That's where I bartend. I go there. I don't feel like going there. <laughs> I don't feel like going there most times um, because I'm normally hungover. I'm normally um, not feeling well because I've had too much to drink uh, the night previous. Not normally. Every damn time. Uh, but I have to go there because I have to make money because I have to pay bills and I have to get through this thing we call life. I have to get through this thing we call life. And <clears throat> as we say that, let's open, uh, let's finish the rest of this fucking growler I got right here because this is going to be it. Oh, don't pour it over. Don't pour it over the keyboard. We know how that goes. Yeah, so. Um, I don't even know what's left in here. Probably not much. Maybe one glass full. I don't know. I don't even know where I got this glass from. I just found it in the, in the cabinet. It says Oktoberfest on it, so I've got it... Uh, or maybe Tommy got it, you know, my roommate. Because I don't remember this glass at all. I don't remember where this came from. I want to say it was probably from this uh, past Oktoberfest. Could have been three years ago. I don't know. Could have been sitting there the whole time and I just don't even know it. But anyway, what I just poured in there. Let's make sure I don't pause this freaking audacity like I did on the botched episode. This is the Stone Grapefruit Slam IPA from Stone Brewing Company out of Escondido, California. It's an IPA, it's an imperial or double IPA, a DIPA is what some people like to call it. 8% ABV, there's no IBUs listed, average rating of 3.68 out of uh, a little over 12,000 ratings. We've made a hell of a lot of beers since 1996, probably thousands at this point. Some stick around for decades, some for a few years, and some are brief visits, gracing us with their hoppy presence for a short time before becoming fond memories. Occasionally, stars, planets, and breweries schedules align, and we bring back, bring back one of these ephemeral creations. In fall of 2014, we created a draft-only version of this delicious double India Pale Ale, 
Its bitter, zesty grapefruit peel infusion created a bright accent to flavors of pine resin and fresh citrus, well in balance of the explosion of fruited beers we're all revealing, reveling in at the moment. We never stop thinking about it. So along five years later, we're bringing back Stone Grapefruit Slam IPA for round two. It's a link to the past planted delightfully in the present. It's a nice write-up. You know, sometimes these guys, sometimes these guys give you no description whatsoever. And then you got guys like the Stone guys out there that are doing fantastic descriptions. And that's what it should be. I should be able to read the description. You know, I want to form my own opinion about the beer and, and, and smell my own smells and taste my own flavors and stuff. But I also would like Stone to tell me what they created for me. And maybe some people think if they give you a description that you're not going to form your own opinion on it. And that you're going to just uh, say, oh yeah, that's exactly what it tastes like. Because that's what they told you it tastes like. So I can see the two, the differences, I guess. I think maybe some people don't give a description because they want you to to decide what you think instead of them telling you what you should think. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. We have this on tap. It might not be on tap anymore. It might be gone by now, but it's on at Homegrown Brew House. So, today I told myself was the day that I was going to stop drinking. Um, along as yet, along, along with yesterday and the day before and the day before that and the day before that and the week before that and the month before that, because I know it's not good for me. I know I'm, I went back and listened to the, uh, to the awakening, awakening episode. God makes me choke up just saying the, the word, uh, the names of that episode, um, you know, I, I didn't record an episode, like I said, because normally I was a little too intoxicated to record something. Or else I just didn't feel like it. I just didn't give a shit. So I went back, um, I don't remember when it was, maybe last Tuesday or the Friday episode. Or it might have been a, a midweek, like I'm doing today. This will come out on a Wednesday. But I went back and listened. Something sparked in me that I wanted to go back and, and relive that episode. So I went back and listened to it. And it really brought up some feelings that, that I knew were already there, that I knew I was already <clears throat> trying to mask, you know, through alcohol. And I reposted it. I got feedback from it, and, and a lot of conversation started because of it. And it just brought back to the surface a lot of what I'm I've been trying to um, push down, um, since 2012 now, um, I've been in a depression since 2012. Some might say I've been in a mild depression since 2003, 2003. Yeah. 2003. But, um, a real, Heavy depression since 2012, uh, from 12 to um, the midpoint of 14 was super, super heavy. Like I've mentioned in a couple podcasts, you know, I, I um, definitely 
tried to leave this world and end it and, and get out of here in those couple years. Did not, obviously, right? I don't even think I need to say that. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Um, but it's still been there. Um, you know, I had a, a great paying job that kind of masked some of my depression and my insecurities and my, I don't even know the words, but um, money kind of hid that for a little bit. Um, I was back to being successful in my career. And, you know, if you go back and listen to the Awakening episode, I've, I've totally spelled out uh, what transpired over the last few years and why I've been in a depressed state. Um, you know, one of the biggest reasons was over a girl that I was dating that I was very serious about that I asked to marry me and that uh, she turned me down. And I don't blame her. I said during that episode, I don't blame her. You know, uh, why would you want to marry somebody that's, that's unstable and is an alcoholic and has a problem? I wasn't even going to do this episode. I was just going to put a post out there on Instagram. Hey, look, um, I'm taking a little hiatus. Uh, at least through the rest of the month of April, maybe into the month of May. But I felt like I owed it to, um, you know, the followers that I do have out there, the people that listen to this, that listen to the show and that uh, value it and they get something out of it. And I hope they get something out of this one. I think there's always something to be said. I think there's always something to be learned in any conversation, so I hope that this is no different. I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. I don't even know. Um, but I went back and listened to the, the, the Awakening, and <clears throat> I hope you did too because I, I think it's it's got some valuable lessons in that episode. I didn't do a video on that one. I wasn't uh, up and running with the video at that point, but it's a great audio and I, I relearned something when I went back and listened to it. And what I relearned was that I'm still not uh, in a good place. And that has come to light, real bright light over the last couple weeks, the last few weeks even. As I drink the last of this beer, that made me decide that I need to I need to do something and I think um, I scared a lot of people over the last week and um, definitely over the weekend and have realized that uh, I need to do something and I think other people have realized that uh, I need to I need to do something you know like I said I told myself today that this is this is the day I stopped drinking I'm gonna quit cold turkey and then I started thinking to myself or I didn't start thinking to myself. I started um, telling myself, "No, you can't just quit cold turkey, Brian. That's not that's not the way to do it. That's not healthy. You need to kind of titrate out of this thing. So, why not just have one beer? And uh, let's just do one beer for a couple of days and go that route until we titrate off and kind of uh, 
round down to zero. Well, one beer became two beers, and then two beers became three beers, and then three beers became four beers, and four became five, and now five has become six. And on a normal day, a normal day, I'll drink eight to ten beers. Um, for you know, for a few reasons. Number one, it helps to numb the pain. Um, and help me forget about some of the things that I constantly think about that keep me awake at night that it just numbs the pain number two you know I've got this uh, blood condition I talk about all the time I've got high blood pressure that is skyrocketing out of control probably because of my excessive drinking and um, I feel better when I drink. You know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it thins out the blood. I feel like um, a lot of my blood pressure problem is related to the condition that I do have. I'm not helping it by doing what I do as far as drinking, but when I drink, I feel better. My headache goes away. My blurred vision miraculously clears up. To be honest, you would think it would get worse after drinking eight to ten beers. <laughs> But I feel like my vision gets better. I feel like my hearing gets better. I feel like my my headache goes away. I feel like I don't have the um, the lethargy and the um, I just don't have the pain that I experience when I'm not drinking um, due to this condition. And I think it's because of it thins the blood out and it, it helps the blood flow a little bit. So I told myself, okay, that's that's a benefit. So let's do more of that. <laughs> Um, but the main reason is, is trying to numb, I, I just numb myself. I don't want to feel, I don't want to think about, uh, um, things that have passed. And, you know, I consider myself a strong guy, strong willed, very confident, very, um, very positive, very forward thinking that, you know, I can overcome any obstacle. I've, un- I've overcome literally obstacles my entire life I'm a strong guy but there's just a few things that obstacles that I'm having a hard time getting over you know and, and a friend of mine said to me well have you thought about going to, to a therapist and yes I have and I have gone to therapists but I feel like if you're an intelligent person, if you're of high intelligence, which I am, I'm not going to lie, that a therapist just doesn't work sometimes. I mean, I've gone to a therapist a few times, and the thinking when you go in there and you're, you're an intelligent person is that this person does not know what they're talking about and that you've already tried all those things. You already know all the answers. I know all the, I know the answers. I know what needs to be done. It's just a matter of, of implementing those things. So, yeah, I know. Uh, see, uh, you know, the recommendation is uh, go seek help. Okay, well, that's uh, it's all it's nice for you to say. Um, easier said than done, as they say, right? And then, you know, the other thought is, well, why not go to Alcoholics Anonymous or, or you know, go get help for that? Well, 
I don't believe in that system. I don't believe that alcoholism is a disease. Now, a lot of you are going to get pissed off about that and say, oh, how the fuck could you say that? Of course it's a disease. I don't think it is. I think it's a behavior that needs to be changed. And I don't think Alcoholics Anonymous works for me because it's based on religion. And I'm not a religious person. I don't believe in God. And, you know, you look up the 12 steps and they're all about God and accepting God and, and giving over your power to to God and, and praying and blah, 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 blah. And that's, that's, that doesn't work for me. So, um, you know, I'm the only one that has the power to, to stop this cycle. Um, I'm responsible for my own actions. And I'm strong enough to do it. I've done it before. Um, I don't, I don't even know what I'm what I'm trying to get at with this podcast. But let's see, what, let's see if I had any notes. I was going to start off the podcast on a lighter note and do an ad for the Fleshlight. Even though they're not a sponsor of this podcast, I thought it would be funny just to have a picture of it up on the screen and talk about it a little bit and maybe tag them in the post. Maybe I get some advertisement out of those guys. Maybe they'll pay me to advertise. But I decided against it. But I thought I'd let you know about it because it's still funny. Excuse me. Had the AC on trying to cool this place down because it was like 85 degrees up here and it just finally cut off. I heard it. I'll try and cut that out in the audio as I did in the last podcast I did with Dale Lippin. Uh, we already talked about the Awakening episode, going back and listening to that. Um, I did some yard work last week. That's kind of boring. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, originally, this podcast was going to be called the, um, the fuck was I going to call it? It was going to be called, damn it, what the hell? The uneasy episode? No, it wasn't the uneasy episode. It was the, um, <laughs> the offensive episode. That might've been what it was called. I cannot remember what I was going to call it. I just changed it on the way home. Uh, to the depression episode. And that may change as well. That might not be the name of the episode when you see it and when you're listening to this. But um, I had a bunch of stuff down here um, about religion, about Notre Dame, about baby on board signs, uh, you know, in a car, about slow children at play signs and neighborhoods. I just had a bunch of stuff that was... um, I'm really not going to talk about any of those tonight. I've, I've changed my mind. That was over the weekend when uh, things were happening. And then I was going to talk about the Easter, you know, mask or, or uh, whatever. I don't know. And I'm just not going to do that tonight. What I do want to talk about, I'm smacking a lot into the mic. I do want to talk about that, uh, you know, a lot of people are dealing with shit. You don't know what people are dealing with, so be nice to people. Because, you know, I can sit there and put on a smile all day long, and I can hold a conversation, and I can talk to you, and I can bartend, and I can be friendly, and I can be happy and go lucky, and, and just running around with a smile on my face, having a good time. But deep down inside, 
I'm depressed as a motherfucker. And I've got some issues that I need to work out in my head. And I've got some things that are just tearing me apart inside and that are they're driving me to drink eight to ten drinks a day. On a, a day! A day! And people got issues. Be nice to people. That is the... That is what I'm trying to get across in this episode. Be nice to people. Because you don't know what people are dealing with. You know, I get on Facebook all day long and I just see people just being mean to each other. And just talking shit about one ideology or another. Or talking about, you know, libtards and and dim... Dim, I don't know all the names people make up and re- republicards and people are just name calling all fucking day long and criticizing each other over religion and over politics and over sexual orientation and over oh, just everything. And I try not to do the same thing. I try to be nice, but then I try and also, you know, stand up for the for the guy that's being criticized and I try and give the opposite viewpoint and I try and teach people that there's different ways of thinking and some of them are okay and some of them are not really but we are all humans we're all in this society together it's huge There's a lot of fucking people in this world and we all have different opinions and we all have different thoughts, but we're all here together. If we don't get along, we're not going to be here. We have to get along. We have to put our differences aside and say, hey, let's figure out a way to stay here and let's figure out a way for our kids to be here in the future and let's figure out a way for our grandchildren and their grandchildren and their children to be here in the future because we're not going to be if we continue to be at each other's throats like we are we're going to eradicate our species and this happened you know um mostly through um, cataclysmic is that the word events that have wiped out entire species and and other subsets of humans but we're going to do it to ourselves at the rate we're going. So just be nice to people. You don't know what someone else is dealing with. Oh my goodness. So what is my basic point for tonight? <laughs> my basic point is um, I'm not doing well, guys. I put on an act I go through the motions, I get up every day, eventually, Um, I lay in bed 12 hours a day, really. There's some days I don't get much sleep because I stay up all night drinking and doing whatever and have to get up and, and go to work early or something, but I spend a lot of time by myself I don't 
I make appearances when I when I need to and when I have to, but I really I've really isolated myself and I continue to isolate myself. <clears throat> I just like to be alone with my own thoughts. I just uh, and I've pushed people away because of that. And I pushed you know the girl that I asked to marry me. I pushed her away because of that. And a recent relationship that I was in, I pushed away. <clears throat> because of that and and even more recently I'm pushing someone away but I don't know what else to do because I feel like um, a lot of times I feel like I'm just I'm poison I'm not all I'm gonna do is is hurt someone or eventually push them away because of you know the thoughts that are in my head and, and the uh, depression that I'm going through, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not good for anybody right now. I'm not. I'm not good for myself. But we're going to get through it, guys. I'm going to get through it. We're going to get through it. This podcast is is therapeutic for me. Um, I enjoy doing it. I like doing shows like this where I talk about real issues. And hopefully, you know, that helps somebody. Um, it helps me temporarily at this point, but... I hope uh, somebody else listens to it and it resonates and, and and maybe they reach out and maybe they get help for themselves. Yeah. And I do, you know, I do stupid shit when I freaking drink. You know, one thing I do is I drink and drive, which is the dumbest thing ever. And I, I spoke about it on the Awakening episode and said, oh, man, I would never do that again. But you know what? When you start drinking, you don't remember what the fuck you said. You don't, you don't follow your rules that you set for yourself because you're not in your right mind. And too often, not too often, every goddamn day, I'm driving when I shouldn't be driving. And I, you know, I've gotten damn good at it, but I'm not good enough. You never know. You never know. And I've got to be done with it, man. I've got to be done with it. So starting tomorrow, I'm done. I'm done. I've got to be done. Um, And like I said before, you know, will I quit forever? I don't know. I like beer. I mean, this is a show about craft beer. I created a show around craft beer. Now, is that because I'm an alcoholic or is that because I just like craft beer? Is that because I like the industry? Is that because um, it was just it was a good fit with, you know, the logo and it just made it for a good podcast? Um, was it good because of the area that I lived in? Because there's a lot of breweries around here and that, that there's a lot of content that I can create for this show. I don't know. I really don't know. But 
for a little while, I've got to get this under control and I've got to, excuse me, I've got to come out of this uh, coma that I'm in and start dealing with some some thoughts that are in my head and I can't deal with them if I'm, if I'm numb. I don't deal with them and that's, that's the whole point. That's the entire reason that I drink myself into a stupor is because I don't want to deal with the stuff that I've done. And no, I didn't kill anybody, nothing crazy, but just relationship stuff, man, just whatever. What do we got going on here time-wise? Hopefully the thing is recording. Yeah, we're at uh, 28, almost 29 minutes now. So... <clears throat> I'm not saying this is the final episode, but I might not do any episodes for a little while. I might take a step back. I might not. I might do more episodes. Because if I can, you know, get this drinking under control and stop it for a little while, I might be more cognizant to to do the two episodes a week that that I promised you guys I would do. Almost didn't do this one again tonight because, you know, like I said, one beer turned to two and then turned to three and four and five and uh, maybe another another round and um, I might not have come home and done this. But I felt like I, I needed to. I felt like I wanted to. I felt like I wanted to, to get these things off my chest and say it out loud. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm not in a good place. I want to be in a good place, but I'm not. But I'm going to get there. We're going to get there together, guys. I really had a great, great weekend at uh, Homegrown. <laughs> had Dan Riley in there on uh, Friday night. It was a fantastic show. He brought a, a lot of guests with him. I think they had six musicians up there. place was pretty packed. Um, had a lot of good friends in there hanging out. Um, some people I hadn't seen in, in quite a while, so that was fun. And then Saturday night, I worked uh, the morning on Saturday. Saturday night, we had David Dunning in there from the Live Bait band back in the late 90s and early 2000s uh one of my favorite bands you know growing up around town here locally and uh, we were lucky enough to get him to come play in our listening room studio 117 there at homegrown was uh with a good friend of mine there and we enjoyed the night together and just had a fantastic time of music and really took me back to my to my youth to my 20s uh, I was singing every word to the songs. It was just fantastic. It was a great night. But you know what? I drank a little too much. I had beer. I had whiskey. I smoked a little THC and got way overly intoxicated. And the night didn't end as well as I would have wanted it to because 
I overindulged. But the show was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, he has agreed, David has, and Bruce have agreed to come back in September. So that's fantastic as well. I look forward to that. And hopefully we can bring more people in there for, for those guys. We had about 33 people at this last show. It was great. Post a lot of videos on Facebook. You can check them out on my personal page. But all right, guys, we're 32 minutes in. I think I've said what I need to say. I think you've got the the point. I'm going to try and go dry for a while. You may or may not hear from me. Um, I hope you stick around. I hope you don't unfollow me or unfriend me or whatever. Um, I will come back. I might be back next week for the regular shows, but I'm just I'm just not sure. I mean, I've even thought about checking myself in somewhere. All right, guys. 